Hello everyone and welcome to a hopefully uplifting episode of Zingness. I mean, I feel yeah. like the, the movie we're going to talk about, if it is in the title, which is Soul, will be a, is, is kind of an uplifting movie. I don't know, we'll, we'll discuss it. There might be some Wonder Woman discussion, so spoilers for both. You may, it's soulful. Ah, you've got me, Zinger. You got me, Berg. And we're going to be discussing some um, some Pixar, some Disney Pixar, maybe some um, Warner Brothers DC, possibly. I don't know. We're mainly going to focus on Soul, but Wonder Woman may come into it because we both have watched it. I've done a whole podcast with uh, Cinemonides on our discussion of that, which you can find uh, if you go follow Cinemonides. But Eric has seen it. He has opinions, so I'm not going to say he can't say them. (laughs) But we're going to focus on Soul today. And uh, have you watched Mulan yet? Uh, No, I was actually... I, I want to watch it so we can discuss that too but i've not had a chance to as of yet all right all right well i know ellie has and i know that they mentioned like chi or kai in there and i'm like hmm right interesting um there is no make a man out of you song so i am already saying worst movie ever made yeah it's um, already it's already like a couple notches down in my book too yep uh bar is set real low for that but that's a discussion for another day we are discussing the other pixar straight to streaming movie this year or sorry yep. last year have to say last year um i know i keep thinking that too i was like uh i was like that's right we're, we're still like within 10 days of, of the new year so yes. as, as of this recording yes as of this recording we are we are in the new year um, it, stuff is new. Things are things are different and somehow the same. But um, but but mm-hmm. we, we we have um, other movies to discuss that technically came out last year, but we're going to discuss this year. So Soul, yes, I'm I'm trying to delay because I'm trying to pull back up the browser I had open that had some information <laughs> on this movie. So I had no like thing for this movie at all. Like I had heard that it was coming out. I saw images, but I've ref- I did. I didn't watch a single trailer, even though a certain person on this this show, Eric, had told me several times to watch it. And I was like, <laughs> sure, I will, and never did. So I went into this movie, aside from seeing a few images of the character and knowing that there's a cat, completely blind. So I just want to throw that out there for my regards of this. So I went into this not knowing anything like anything at all so i came out of it um like i do most pixar movies kind of with a i i I meant i mean not mentally drained emotionally touched and kind of like looking at looking around a room kind of going hmm yeah interesting so (laughs) i i mean that's 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 just me um, I don't know, Berg, you, you've been looking forward to this for a while. This has been something you've spoken about many times on the show to me personally, yep. asking me why I haven't yep. watched the trailer, um, <laughs> a number of different things. So, um, what got you interested in this movie and like, what were, what were your initial thoughts of it? So I'm a big fan of jazz and I, I haven't talked about it a ton on here, I guess, but I'm, I'm a big jazz fan. It's probably like my favorite genre of music. I do want to um, put a pin real quick. I okay. we we have been friends for a long time. I have yeah. never fully gotten a grasp of what type of music you're into. I know you you brought this up on the show too, and then yeah. it's always like one of those things, and I'm like, yep, and then I just leave it a mystery, and then we move on. So, but yes, I am a big I am a big fan of jazz. I grew up. I both my parents uh, were music majors, and grew up with a love of jazz, and so I played the saxophone starting in middle school. 
I okay, Lisa. I've been in high school and college. I absolutely am Lisa Simpson. Yes. And uh, I listen to jazz and I still do. Um, so the jazz and they, they really put jazz in the forefront of the trailers. And I think that's kind of part of the whole soul thing. It's, it's one of those kind of double entendres where it's about the the actual concept of the human soul, but also soulful music, which is jazz. And um, so that kind of got me interested anyway. When they first announced it was going to be a very jazz heavy kind of movie, I was like, oh, I'm already interested. Um and then it just sounded very interesting, just kind of talking about, I mean, even the early previews of it, kind of just vaguely talking about how it was dealing with the human soul and where do souls come from and where do they go, that kind of thing. And I was just like, that coupled with jazz music, sign me the heck up. So, yeah. See, I was going to say, at the start of this movie, like, I, like when, when the movie starts, the whole Disney thing is being played terribly. The, the music for it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was one of those things I'm like, I, I kind of had a funny feeling there was going to be music involved in it just from like the very briefest stuff I've seen. So I was like, okay, right. I guess that's, that's how we're going to do this. Um, but I, as for me, I did band in middle school. I played mm. percussion. So drums, stuff like that. But yeah, exactly. And I have, lack thereof no musical talent outside of that <laughs> like even, even the drums i'm just like i i i appreciate and can understand like oh music and stuff like that but i mean i it, it's it's one of those things i i it's never been something big for me as like i want to play i i'd love to play instruments and stuff but it's like i feel like i'm so far out of that now that like there there isn't even a time to begin with for me to even begin to do that again so I, I feel bad that I missed out on that point in my life, but at the same time, it, it is what it is. I had plenty of friends that were in bands, and when I say bands, I mean crappy garage bands, so I was around <laughs> enough instruments, but as instruments, I do mean like guitars, basses, stuff like that, right. everything. Um, I did try to play bass for a little bit, but I mean, I still couldn't even get the hang <laughs> of that. I'm okay at Guitar Hero and uh, Rock Band, which, I, like I said, we will have a discussion one day on those so yeah, you gotta have some sense of rhythm to uh, yeah. to do that. I tried playing the because my dad, especially, is a he can play pretty much any string instrument you give him. Uh, he tried to teach me bass as as a kid, and I didn't take to it very well. And then same with piano. My mom actually was a piano teacher from the time she was like she was playing piano by the time she was like five, and played all of her life and was like teaching piano lessons in high school, and. Had taught piano lessons until she's in her sixties now and taught piano lessons until just a few years ago. Um, she tried teaching me and it's one of those things where she's like, you can't teach your kids. It's like when it's why kids who have teachers, parents who are teachers can't have their yeah. parent as their teacher. Uh, she tried to teach me. And so I did piano lessons for a few years outside, uh, like with a different one. And it, it was one of those things where I kind of at the time was just sort of like, eh, so I kind of got out of that, but, um, that was like elementary school, uh, middle schools when I kind of got into the whole saxophone thing. And I mean, it was a solid, I mean, from there through college. And then I did a little bit of playing out outside of college, but it's probably been a decade since I've touched my, my, uh, my saxophone, maybe, maybe like, maybe like nine years, something like that. And it's been way too long. And I, and I can sit there and like, just picturing it in my mind. I'm like, I can kind of like, see, I could, I could read the music. It would take me a little bit to get back into it. I, think i could probably pick it up back up pretty quickly i can sit there and like think of a tune kind of do the fingerings a little bit but it would it would, it would definitely be a little bit of relearning process it's been long enough 
or at the very least kind of polishing off those neurons to get them uh those long dormant uh, long dormant neurons back up and firing so did did watching this movie like like hit hit your spark i guess to put on this movie um to maybe pick up your your sex yeah, again? You know, it did a little bit. The the whole thing with him, uh, with the teacher, Joe Gardner, uh, the main character, um, he, him trying to teach these kids, um, and that's the thing. I mean, you were in band, I was in band, I think we can all remember. There were the people who were genuinely interested and passionate about music, and then there were the ones who were like, I'm doing this because my parents are doing it, or they thought it was going to be an easy kind of thing, or like, oh, how hard could it be to play an instrument? And you'd have the ones who could play enough to get by, but then you had the ones who were like really passionate. And it, it definitely brought up some some nostalgia of that because I remember being very passionate about it when I was like in middle school and high school. And um, I kind of and when I could the first song I ever learned to play on the saxophone was the Dick Van Dyke show theme song. And I remember the first time I learned how to play that and could play it, I thought I had just freaking composed like a freaking symphony. And it did. It kind of reminded me of that and the, seeing this passion and seeing him get excited for his the one student, yeah. the girl who could play the trombone, like seeing him get excited about her and then her being embarrassed by having that passion because everyone kind of laughs at her. And it's like, I, I remember all of those feelings. And uh, and it kind of did make me nostalgic for wanting to, to pick my horn back up and, uh, and toot it for a bit. I'm, I'm just going to leave that blank. Um dead space there for everyone to get get the laugh in at that hopefully pun um yes it was absolutely fun. <laughs> uh no i mean my, my my thing with this i mean yes music art everything is very intertwined in this um the way stuff is drawn um especially when they're in the great beyond all of the um i guess terry's and jerry's floating around are um i guess uh, abstract i mind you I do like art. I don't know all the terminology, so Eric might be correcting me. I don't know his wealth of like art culture knowledge, but if I say anything wrong, it is out of blind ignorance, but still appreciation for the craft. So understand that, dear listener. So um, no, I mean most of that stuff's like 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 this abstract looking like I watch that that face thing that, that you can get for the face of your watch sort of drawings for the um. For like the, the the soul counselors in the great beyond and everything, right? Um, there, there's that. There's a course. Like I said the music is very very intertwined in this, and um, this was a movie that I really wish I could have watched on a big screen, like as in at a theater. Um, yeah. Because of certain scenes were just. I mean, yeah, it was great to still watch it at home and everything, but I feel like where he was in the great beyond and just the. Parts where he was falling through, and there's moments where I'm like, I feel this would have popped more on a big screen, right? For me, but that that's that, that's just me. Um, as for the story, I really enjoyed it. It it didn't go the way I thought it was going to. Like there was a point where I'm like, I know the rest of this movie, and I I could stop it here and be like, I I know that everything that's gonna happen. I was kind of wrong, and I was happy with that. Um. I do want to point out I am beyond happy that Tina Fey is involved in this because as a kid that loved um a kid as an adult that loved uh, Thirty Rock and basically Mean Girl as a kid that loved Mean Girls and as an adult that loved Thirty Rock um I love Tina Fey so yeah. 
I, I'm, I, I'm I, with you right there. I was um, it, it was one of those things. Her voice sounded super familiar, and it took me a little bit for it to finally click who it was. And it's, I, absolutely, that was how I was. I was very much like, whose voice is that? And because a lot of times when there's a human character, you they they sometimes kind of model, and I've heard them say this various things before you know when it's a more human character they will kind of somewhat model them mm-hmm. after the voice per- the voiceover uh, artist behind them and you'll think like oh yeah i can totally see that but be- being a little blue abstract puffball kind of thing yeah you, you kind of can't really say oh that's totally tina fey right off the yeah line. so which is a good thing and i was you know, honestly i wasn't even thinking jamie fox for uh mr gardner so i was glad because their voices they weren't playing themselves they were yeah. playing these characters and so i wasn't focused on oh that's jamie fox oh that's tina fey i was focused on these i was focused on joe gardner and 22 so um you you you, you had more going into this movie than i did did you because like i said i i had this feeling like, like i had the plot like i'm like i know exactly how this is gonna go and it didn't really go there because it left a very open door i i am a hundred percent with you. I went in, even though I'd watched the trailers, I, I didn't look too much into the story because I wanted to be surprised. Mm. And I started doing that more with bigger, bigger movies. Like I've been doing that with the, like the newer, the, the sequel trilogy for star Wars beyond the trailers. I never looked up plot points or anything like that. Cause I just, I was like, I want to go in surprised. Um, and I looked into it way too much. Look at old episodes where I predict stuff that didn't happen and some <laughs> stuff that did. <laughs> Um, Marvel is being like the one exception. Like I'm always like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Um, but I, I went in and I was like, all right, let's see what's happening. And you're right. I was kind of expecting, uh, it to go in one direction and it totally kind of went in a different direction and it kind of didn't give closure at the end, which ultimately I liked. I liked that there wasn't closure, but not in a dissonant kind of way. It was a very open-ended, like, Leave it as it, you know, take this movie as it is. This is your interpretation. Um, so I, I know we're getting jumping way ahead here. Um, there's the oh, what are they called? The, the creatures that are like people that get too focused on stuff. In, in um, like it's it's the same as when you're in the zone, but if you get too focused, you become like one of those creatures that's like depressed or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought, I, I you're talking about, I'm like, are you talking about like a savant? Yes. Uh, but, uh, but I know exactly what you're talking about. The, the ones at the end. Yes. I yeah. was like, oh, okay. Well, th- this is one thing where, where, the, where the movie took a different direction. I'm like, oh, Joe's going to be one of those and 22 is going to have to save him from me because he's going to become so obsessed with with getting onto this into this jazz group that it's going to obsess him and he's going to become one of those and she's going to have to pull him out or, or it's yeah. going to have to pull him out. And it fl- and that was flipped. And also yeah. at at the end, it's does he become a jazz musician? Does he go back to teaching? Right. It it doesn't really because there's valid points for both sides. I mean, yes, the whole time I'm like, oh, this whole thing is going to be he's going to get the opportunity to go play jazz and he's going to turn it down to go teach. Right. And we you you don't know at the end of the movie, so. Yeah, and I also thought like it was going to be the whole thing was going to be 22 was going to play the concert as him and she was going to find out that her passion or it was going to find out that its passion was music and that was going to be it. But that's but they they didn't, you know, he ended up playing the concert uh, and getting in the zone himself there. 
So that was another, that was another one of those twists that I thought was going to happen that didn't, ha- or not twist, but like plot points that ended up not happening the way I thought. Um, so I, this movie, 100% not a kid's movie. I agree with you. I think kids could watch it, but I don't think it's meant for kids at all. I think kids, kids, not only do I think, I've seen several articles uh, in the past couple of weeks since this has been out where people have talked about people who are like film critics or in media or writers for different publications have done articles about um, or were asked about, hey, did you watch this with your kids? What do they think? And almost all of them were like, oh, they were bored. They were bored. They were totally wanted to watch Cars. They wanted to watch Frozen. Or they'd rather be the one part they laughed at was when he ate the pizza and pooped it out. He said, They said that's the one thing all the kids, that's the one thing all the kids went back to is he pooped the pizza out right after he ate it. Um, and uh, I, yeah, but I mean, I I got done watching it, I was like, That's a pretty, I'm like, That's one I said, and I haven't had a chance to yet, but I'm like, That's one I want to go back and watch again to try and kind of like wrap my mind around it some more because it's it's very deep, very philosophical. It is. Um, and I do feel like Pixar movies tend to be that over Disney movies a little bit more. But I say even a, I'd say this is by far their like by leaps and bounds their most uh, sort of cerebral movie. And I think to the point where, uh, well, Pete Doctor who directed this, he directed his, some of his other Pixar. Oh, his other Pixar offerings are Monsters Inc., Up, Inside Out, and of those, I mean, Monsters Inc. was a little more you know ch- ch- childlike, but Up and Inside Out definitely had a more like sort of out there kind of um you know you have an old man uh kind of mourning the death of his wife but at the same time you have this little cute chubby uh boy scout and a talking dog and they're flying they're (laughs) fighting other dogs and fighter planes with a colorful bird or you've got uh Multicolored characters living in a uh, preteen girl's mind. There are kids uh, in this movie that kids can really latch onto throughout most of it. Not so in this movie. The main character is a middle-aged man, and the soul is clearly not a kid. That's the closest thing to a kid in the movie, but really, I don't think of 22 as a kid. The kids in the movie are more like secondary, not even like secondary, but like like tertiary characters like kind of way out there yeah just something wandering around the back like literally wandering around the background yes like the mo other than the girl who is somewhat passionate about the trombone yeah she has her little part at the beginning and then when she goes to the apartment um and and then beyond that there are really there aren't kids in the movie except for like in the background it is not a movie that kids are gonna go oh i didn't you can't really make happy meal toys they might have I'm trying to think. I'm like, I feel like they did. I feel like I've seen my kids have a few. Um, And it's just, I'm like, what they've got to be like the, the it's. And I mean, even the, the Terry's and the Jerry's, those are hard because they're like 2d. They're like Picasso paintings. basically, Where they're like 2d in a 3d space or 3d in a 2d space, you know? And it's like, those are kind of hard to make toys. And there's not like the design for all the different characters in, in their, their soul forms are that different and it's sort of like it's it's a hard one to market to kids and i'm okay with that maybe i'm saying that as a man in his 30s <laughs> but i'm cool with that being a movie like that and i've actually for a long time been saying like i want there to be more movies aimed towards more animated movies aimed towards adults that aren't 
like anime or I mean, I feel like it's either anime movies or it's like here are these more Disney offering Disney and Pixar, which usually tend to be for the most part a little more like can go for all ages or you have like DreamWorks and everyone else. So I feel like really go towards the kid demographic. Um, but I'm down for some Western animation like this. That's way more oriented towards adults. Okay, so I looked it up and it looks like the McDonald's Happy Meal toys that are um, linked to this are they're like little backpack hangers. Mm-hmm. Thing. So it's like these little like stuffed backpacks and it's of course uh the main character, Joe. Um you got uh, yeah, Joe, and then you got uh the the sign spinning guy, the cat, uh Terry, the counter guy, mm-hmm. um, one of the, just the random souls, and then twenty two. So <laughs> I mean, I, I was I was about to say I think you you we basically named what it probably would have been too, right? So, I, like I said, I feel like I've seen one of them sitting around the house. That's why I was like, huh, that's weird that um that they're marketing this. But I mean, it it it's it's whatever. I mean, they McDonald's I guess has the McDonald's. So, so yeah, but yeah, no, no, I I agree with you. Like, I don't see this as being something that. I, my, I I know my kids would probably not be interested in it. My older ones maybe, but yeah, I could I could see I could see kind of being teenage, depending on where maybe like early teens maybe kind of getting bored or kind of being like, well, this is dumb. Yeah, because I remember watching. I remember renting Princess Mononoke in in high school and loving it, and then I rented it again, and I was like, I had some friends come over. I'm like, you guys got to watch this. This is amazing, and they just sat there the whole time shitting on it because they thought it was boring, and I'm like. You guys are idiots. Yeah, I I will agree with that. Um, they 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 are idiots. Princess Mononoke is amazing, and if you go it's back to, I want to say the low the double digits of Zingness. I'm I'm gonna look up which episode it is, but um, but I I had Ryan from um Rumor Flies on, and we discussed specifically that movie. So give me a second nice. while Eric talks about something involving this movie. I bet. Um. Yeah. Okay. So kind of going on about this some more. Um. So I, I actually had this conversation with someone else not too long ago how, I mean, Pixar was really the forefront of motion picture computer animation, like full feature film length uh, computer animation. And Disney really, for their own actual like Walt Disney animated canon, their, their line of movies, their earlier, I mean, it took them a while to catch up. And not in terms of just visual, but in terms of story, I think. I think some of the early ones, like Chicken Little or Meet the Robinsons, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, everyone really talk, talks about those Disney classics. But more recently with, like, Moana, and even though I'm not a big fan of it, the, the two Frozen movies, their, their okay. quality in terms of, their quality in terms of, like, story uh, and, and animation, I think, have kind of caught up to what they can put out, what P- Pixar can do. So I'm cool if Disney wants to start taking over the feature length, like kind of more towards kids, but with like some adult references that can be enjoyed by adults and let Pixar start doing more of these like adult oriented, more cerebral kind of movies. Yeah. They're going to still, cause they have several teams at Pixar, which is why they can put out movies like every year, but you know, you, they can have their team making stupid cars or, you know, whatever. Um, better i mean a kid i mean i know people who are like my kids love cars my like, cars is dumb i i freaking hate cars this is terrible um and uh you, you know what you, you're gonna have their team to do that but let the, let pixar put out an adult 
oriented movie. Let them do something like that. And then I think between their other team doing something like cars and um, the one about, um, you know, and let, letting Disney do their stuff. I think that's going to kind of help them branch out and could help, ex- you know, grab in some more adults who might initially think, oh, it's animation. It's a, it's a kid's thing. So I know there are lots of adults who think mm-hmm. that past the age of like eight. You shouldn't be watching cartoons. And here I am, 37 years old, and I want to watch cartoons like every day. <laughs> I don't think there's a day that goes by that I don't watch some kind of cartoon. I, I uh, was going to say, honestly, I'm trying to remember the last day I haven't watched it. I'm trying to think if I've watched one yet. If not, I, after we record, I need to uh, watch a cartoon. Well, technically, I watched um, watched this today, so that counts for me. Um, there you go. You got yours in. Princess Mononoke uh, and other anime was episode 83. Uh, back in March of 2018, and it featured Alex and Ryan from Instant 3 Play, which was their Twitch channel, and Ryan from the Rumor Flies podcast. So that was a discussion on that. We discussed a few other animes and TV shows, but we all basically loved Princess Mononoke because it is amazing. And I need to watch more Studio Ghibli films, but that is a. I'm sure I said that in that episode too, so uh, almost three years later, and I still I don't think... I, I, I like certain ones and I stick to them and it's really I'm I'm very scared to get outside my box with some stuff. I, but I am with you. Um, I have seen a bunch of them, but I have not seen all of them. And they I know the the exclusive streaming rights in the U.S. are with HBO Max now. So which we'll get yeah, to them. So yes, I was going to say we'll uh, we'll get to it. So uh, yeah, no, we'll with HBO Max. So I need to. Um, get on that and uh and watch more of them because we should we need to do a ghibli episode or episodes Mm -hmm. a series i know that they've done a few video games and stuff too well inspired by i think is the better term that there's right games inspired by his like art and stuff or that style sorry um yeah i was about to say looking through here um yeah princess bonoke and i think that's the end of my list for ones i've seen Hmm. Short list. Um, I feel like I've seen uh, Spirited, not Spirited Away, Kiki's Delivery Service, like, in parts. I don't think I've seen it from beginning to end, though. Anyways, I, getting... I was actually, I was actually thinking you were going to say you had, you had seen Spirited Away, because that, that's probably, I would argue it's the best one. I mean, it's a I've never answer, seen but Spirited God, Away. So good. You got, in fact, you should stop. We should stop recording right now and whatnot. Go, go watch it. Have, say, it's, have a it's, break. Almost worth, it's almost worth that. It is fan freaking fantastic. I've heard that, and it's one of those things. I want to watch it, but I have this fear sometimes with certain things where people build them up for so long. I'm right. just like, it, it like puts me it in a delay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lost was one. Like, every time someone told me to watch Lost, I was like, I'm not going to watch it for six more months now. And now at this point, people are like, just don't. At this point, just don't. It's not even worth going into. Watching. The journey, the journey is five billion times better than the destination. I'll say that, but right. I but I don't regret it. What, uh, Breaking Bad's another one that um, my, okay, my you need to free, okay now you need to stop. We need to stop and watch right now. <laughs> I I've I've tried I've tried the first season several times and I'm just like I can't get I cannot mentally put myself into this. I I love the actor. I love everything about i just i'm just like i i could care less about this anyways we're gonna watch gravity falls again i was gonna say you know what we're getting way off on all these shows again i need to watch gravity falls i watched the first like so good part of a season and i loved it and then 
the site that I was able to get it from totally legally. Um, <laughs> it, it, it got, it wouldn't stream. It was like, I was having issues streaming it. And it just, I never got to, got around to it. But now that the series is done, that is one I do want to go back and, uh, and watch some, cause I love what I saw. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's great. We'll, we'll probably do an episode at some point. I know Ellie watches it. Our, our kid, our younger kids actually love it too. So it's one of those ones I'll turn on and I have no problem just having on the background. Right. Cause I'll, I'll, I'll sit there and watch it with them and everything. Uh, getting back to leaping, um, back to soul and everything. Um, I, I like the whole theme of the great beyond. I like that it was non-denominational that it was very much more and i think it even pointed out i think 22 just says this whole thing is a extract concept or something right right um and, and i i like that i like they 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 played it safe i mean that that's good that they did because it was something to where it was very just neutral and i thought right. the way it was done was very i i'd like the way it was done how neutral yeah. it was with I that love, i did love how i mean heck there's cursing in this movie. I know. Light. But it's funny because it's like, uh, am I an H E double hockey sticks? Hell? 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 hell. Little, hell. Little, kid, little kid sounding souls yeah. go, hell? Hell? I, oh, it's hilarious. And I think there's another instance where there's like a hell or a damn or something is said. And I'm like, yeah, there's, there's another, chalk another one up for being a not kids movie. So edgy. Um, <laughs> PG, so I mean, I guess you could have some cussing in there. Yeah, mm. I was going to say PG movies, you can have, you can have a few like, like curse words. Um, they're, they're, Don't cut yourself on that edge. Um, here, here's the other thing, and this is just, I guess, with the last year we've dealt with, even in animation, it was still weird to see that many people around. Yes, and, and I, it was. I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. just something to where, like, it's it's weird still to me. Because I mean, it's just I don't know. It's just something I guess that that's just our lives now and everything. But at the same time, it was just like, oh my gosh, they're they're not like wearing masks or anything. It's like, oh, this is an animated movie. Mm-hmm. in new york so let's let's put that aside for a minute no i mean i i, I like that there's some new york jokes in there and everything and some you know uh the, like like the pizza rat made an appearance <laughs> yep <laughs> which i i i love that like that was something yeah, i just thought too. was great because it just had this moment um of that there there's actually this is definitely not a kid's movie because there is a joke made at the expense of the New York Knicks. Not a single kid on the planet is going to get that unless they right. are a diehard Knicks fan. Cuz and, and, and like me as a not sports fan like I get it. I know people joke about the Knicks, but I'm also like I just get that as a sports joke for that. Yeah. yeah, right, it's a very adult. Joke. Well, no, cuz cuz she's like, "Oh man, I've been messing with these guys for years." And then she like does something to where it messes up in the real world, and it's a Knicks game, and I'm like, "Wow, that was a really like I, I don't know I th- I thought that was a really well done joke. Um, there's a lot yeah. of jokes made about like um other famous people because this um this particular soul has been around for ever. Like she, she it they mentioned that they've been around for centuries. Um, in in the like pre beyond or the pre life thing right and um like they've had gandhi they had mother Teresa, um abraham lincoln yeah muhammad ali which which all those jokes were great at at that because they they kind of kept going back to that well every now and then and i loved every time they did because she never mentioned that um that lincoln was her mentor till like later on right and um and it, I don't know. I I I like that that the the humor that was put in here. I thought was well timed and well done and everything in a very 
I feel emotionally heavy story that like I I like I said I enjoyed this movie. It's something that I'm sure I'll watch again. Am I gonna watch it with my kids and everything? As we said earlier, probably not. But I thought this was a good movie for people who grew up on like Disney movies and stuff like that. Yeah, it's something mm-hmm. to where I feel like this was a tip of the hat, if you would, too. You know, hey, you know, it's I, I well, it's, it's one of those things. I think the. I, I don't know what what was your takeaways with this? Do you feel like there was an overall message that that you took away from this? Um, I mean, as the target like, for this movie, I think right. I mean, I, it really reaches. I mean, I don't know how old the character was supposed to be, but as someone in his, I would. I mean, I want to. I keep wanting to say mid thirties, but I mean, at thirty seven, you could start. You could make the argument for me being in my late thirties. Mm. It kind of had, you know, he. I I, I identified with him as a as a person because I am at a point in my life where it's like, you know, what, you know, do, am I going to get this opportunity to ever do something more than this job that is paying the bills, but is also maybe possibly, you know, having an effect on someone else's life that I'm not quite aware of. Um, and I definitely identified a lot with the character and sort of like, it, it does make you think about your life and what you have accomplished and what can you accomplish? And, you know, are, are you, are you living, to live or are you just living to kind of go through the motions you know that kind of thing um i I definitely walked away from that with a good sense of like self-reflection and one that hasn't really quite left i mean it's not as strong as it was right after i watched it but it was definitely one that i walked away from uh that i think at my age i can appreciate more than you know a six-year-old kid who can't even really quite understand what's going on yeah having an existential crisis like, <laughs> you poop pizza out i mean i mean i'm at the age too where if i eat too much pizza i'm probably gonna poop it out too <laughs> very quickly you know what watching but... it watching i'm like i'm sure this this part is gonna come up in the discussion no matter what i don't know how it's i i know it's just we're just gonna get there no matter what every time because of eric yep so so i'm i'm, I'm proud that, that you were brought up multiple times of course of course uh no, I, I, I walked away from this. Um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I don't know. And I mean, not, not, not to put you on the spot or anything, but I mean, having kids, it's kind of like my life, my, my, my life have been for our children and everything. Yeah, we do podcasts and other stuff. But I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of one of those things that that's my purpose. That's, that's my spark is to make my, you know, give my kids the best life they could have sure. and everything. So that's kind of like, I've put anything that like I don't I don't know it's one of those things where it's like is there anything I want to go pursue and everything it's like well I'm doing a podcast that that makes me happy that's my spark and everything but being with them is like my more truer spark and everything so it's yeah. one of those things to where I'm like I I understand why not 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 trying to be rude but I understand why this could hit somebody like you more than it hits me oh yeah no, and, no, and, I, and, I, I take no offense to that you're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah, and I mean it's 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 not a bad thing. It's something that I think that you know is is great to to have that out there and understand. Like, I mean, oh, what is that? It's the it's that one song that like everyone had for like their um, high school ba- high school song for like the longest like that gra- not not the graduation song, but the one where it's the I, spoken I know the one word. You're talking about. Yeah, thing. I know the one you're talking about. Um, yeah. Where it's it's um it's the guy talking and he's like oh some of the most interesting people I know didn't know what they wanted to do to they were in their fifties and it's one of those right. things that's like that is something I feel like 
in this day and age, sometimes you're basically like, you have to go to school, you have to go do this, you have to go do this. And this movie is showing somebody that is still pursuing, you know, their dream maybe, or are they figuring, or do they figure out that? Because like I said, the argument's made for both sides of this. He has yeah. that, 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 that epiphany moment with his mom, to where she backs him and everything. But then the whole time, there's moments where it's pointing out how many of these kids he's taught that have gone on to do these amazing things and that look yeah. up to him so much. So it's like, is the T... And, and I love that there's no resolution to that at the end. Right. So, I don't know. Also, him, him being a cat had its moments too. I, I was not I... expecting that. I, that that was another part of the movie I didn't know, like or like when he came back and he brought her. I was yeah. like, oh no, he's gonna have to get her back, and she's gonna be in the cat. I, I thought did that not too. Expect the whole him being the cat. That was a nice little nice little treat. And then I did love uh, the whole going back and forth where they're talking, and then it would cut to the a third person observer. And like, <laughs> you gotta tell him. <laughs> that that was that was always the few times they they cut away and you could hear the cat actually meowing. I think they did a good job with that. The timing, the timing was great. But um, also another great thing pointed out is the one woman that, that was yelling at him. That's like, I can only have one crazy person on that street corner, so you got to get lost. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, New York. <laughs> so, so no, I mean, it, like I said, it was a fantastic movie. I would definitely recommend people of an older age. Um, I. I'd say your late twenties, maybe this, this. I feel like this is marketed towards a very weird demographic. Yeah. That um, I don't think they target much with stuff like this, and that doesn't get targeted much for anything because everything's always like targeted at the family. You know, the the nuclear family, or you know, kids, or you know, this. No one targets the single um, adult who doesn't know what they're doing still, or still trying to figure their stuff out and everything. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I, I like this movie. It was great. It was um, definitely something that uh, I, I know this was being made years before, but I think uh, 2020 was probably a great year for this to come out in the sense of, I yes. think with everything going on, it was a nice moment to have happen. Yeah, for... I mean, everyone's life has been upended yeah. in some way. Even if you are still going to, like, I know I'm working from home. You're still having to go into work, but yep. there's still a lot of differences based on that. And I mean, everyone, we can't just, I mean, that's just working life. I mean, think about, we can't go out and just be like, Hey, let's go out to eat like we used to, or, Oh, Hey, let's go out and actually just like do stuff without worrying. Do we have masks? Do we have hand sanitizer? Do we have this? How, how many people are going to be there? Guy, right, how many people are going to be there? Did I get too close to that guy who had a very suspicious call? That kind of stuff like that. And I think with everyone being upended in there and how they're being forced, I don't want to say forced, but I mean, how we're being pretty much, ha we're having to live our lives. I think there's been a lot of chance for people to have some, some self-reflection and, uh, which I think this movie, uh, is a lot about. So yeah, you're right. Good year for it. Uh, speaking of movies with self-reflection, I don't know how this is no. the segue I'm going to do here, but um, I guess, uh, Berg, do you want to talk about Wonder Woman 84 at all? Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Let's let's talk about this lovely movie. So, and I say lovely with all air quotes since you folks can't see it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> very, very nice. I, I can't even see it. Um, So... This movie has been coming out for, what, like two years now? 
At least the yeah. past year has had like four four release dates. Yeah. So they finally, finally take note, Disney. By the way, finally put it out. Um, and I, I, I had to watch this. I watched it Christmas Day because I had to do a record with Zach for a set of modities. And I have had no interest in going back and watching it again. I've had no interest in thinking about the movie till Berg mentioned he watched it. And I was like, oh, I guess we could technically talk about that on the podcast. So I <laughs> guess that's... here. Here's my thing. I'm completely indifferent to the existence of this movie. It kind of is like, oh, okay. Moving on. Like, it, it, it was... It, it, it was way too long for one. Yes. Um... I, I, I guess here, here, here's my complaints. It was way too long for one. Um, lacked a real villain person. I mean, yes, there's two villains in there, but their motivations are weird and complex and doesn't make any sense. I, I really wish they'd gone a different direction. Than I thought they were going to, and I actually got excited. But yeah, their, um, their motivations are really dumb for villains. I mean, it's, it's, it's comic books. I mean, that's. You can have really dumb motivations for characters and get away with it because it's a comic book movie, I feel. Um, Wonder Woman as a character is... I don't know. It's just... It's weird because I'm like... Um, why, why is she randomly falling in love with this guy who has completely hijacked someone else's body? Uh, okay, <laughs> there's your connection between these two movies. Because I think or the, the soul got put back in the wrong body. That's, I think, what happened. Um, no, because Chris Pine's character randomly just returns, and then she gets to show him all the stuff as him being a fish out of water, but for some reason he can fly a jet instantly. Like, he went uh, from flying, like, a biplane to flying a jet with no possible repercussions aside from just he's able to fly it through a ton of fire. I, I don't know. I just, yeah. That, that scene right there encapsulates everything that made me just absolutely freaking hate this movie there are so many things that they brush over there are so many inconsistencies with everything there they the movie does not play by its own rules now i think there are a lot of movies especially when you get into comic books sci-fi fantasy that kind of been their own rules but it's in such a way that you don't really if if you don't notice it like if you go back and look at marvel movies and point all these things out you're i mean i and i love the mcu movies uh, you, you, whatever you, they do it just enough that they kind of, you either brush over it or whatever this movie, it's like hitting you over the head. Like the whole thing was like the whole wishing mechanic with the whole, with the, what's his name? It didn't, there was no consistency. Maxwell He's Lord. like, I want he like his wish is like his wishes. I want to be the stone. But he said, I want to be the stone, but it's like, it just gave him the power. He never said, I want to have the power. He's like, I want to be the stone. But then the next scene, but then like there's another scene where it's like when Diana made the wish, it's like, why didn't he just come like beat? Why wasn't he just transported back from the afterlife or transported from right before he died as opposed to overtaking this guy's body? Meanwhile, uh, the one guy, grant, you know, he goes and he grants the wish and there's a literal wall that just springs out of the ground, cutting off uh, his land in Egypt. And it's like, so you can't like you didn't like you just created a wall, but you can't create another human. Like the, the the inconsistencies, and then going with Wonder Woman's powers, it's like, oh, she learns how to fly out of nowhere. But then in the later movies that take place after this, she can't fly. Um, That's been something I've been wondering. So I'm like, I don't know if she does fly. Any. I'm like, does she? I can't remember. 
No, because I watched the, I watched the thing where someone brought that up. How she doesn't okay. she doesn't fly in the, the other movies. Um, I was about to say I know you she, haven't seen Justice League, but I was trying to remember. I'm like, yeah, does she like, fly? I'm Justice still waiting League? for the Snyder cut. Yeah, which she'll um, which she'll fly in because of this now. Right, exactly. Um, there, um, let's see. There was the um, oh, what was the other inconsistency? There was something else. I was just thinking of it, and it like completely slipped my mind. But it's just it was like so much. Oh yeah, and then you brought up the whole jet thing. Um, first off, the whole thing of we're at the Smithsonian, we're at the Air and Space Museum, where they have fully fueled and ready to take off jets. Mm-hmm. But they're totally just there for display. They're totally not decommissioned, or they are, but they're still fully functional and ready to go. She, They get in the plane. She has never, ever done the whole invisibility thing. I saw a thing that said, had, she talked about the whole, I, tried to ma- I, I made a coffee cup disappear, and I can never find it. Someone said if they had, at one point in the movie, brought back a scene where she actually bumps into it and finds it, that would have totally made it worth it. I, but, I said that. I, I said that <laughs> the other you? day. I, I said, I'm like, if... Someone said that. Was, that's right, it was you. You're talking about it. Yeah, I said, I'm like, if they had shown a scene earlier of her <laughs> yes. making a coffee cup disappear just randomly, it would have made... I would have... Okay, I would have been angry about that scene, so I'd be like, why is this scene in the movie? But then it would have let... Because, I'm sorry, movies are sometimes made for the lowest common denominator stupid. Yeah. Of, like, we have to spell everything out for you. So you have to show earlier in the movie why they're doing this or why they're able to do this by having a little scene earlier where it explains it. For some reason, this movie doesn't have that. She just goes, no. oh, my father was able to make the entire iron to Themyscira disappear. I'm going to do it to this plane now. But I only did it once before, and I can't really do it well, but I all of a sudden can magically do it and make an invisible jet. Hey, let's fly through fireworks. Why are there fireworks? Oh, it just happens to be the fucking. Oops, I'm sorry. You can censor that or cut that if you want. Uh, you, <laughs> it just happens to be the Fourth of July, and then my plane that I kept, I flew a biplane in the World War One that I can all of a sudden f- fly a modern for that time fighter jet uh, that I magically can do because they're all apparently the exact same. There was no advancement. I can fly through the freaking fireworks without my plane getting hit by fireworks and possibly causing us to crash because it's, it just was like, I'm like, so was her, was the shield making them invincible as well as invisible or, and then my mind, I got a, I then like a blood started coming out of my ears and my nose and my eyes. And I was like, I got to stop thinking about this or I'm going to have an aneurysm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I mean, it's, it's a comic book movie, so I'm, I am willing to give it a little bit of, of leeway not with that i'm i'm sorry it's like okay the, you made the plane invisible all right whatever let's go fly it through some fireworks i'm like why and then they're also like oh it's fourth july because i and this was brought up in the cinematics what time of year is it because there's right. a mention it's... earlier of oh you better put on a coat it gets cold out yeah and, and then later <laughs> we both live in virginia which is outside of dc Yes, right, we two, go two hours from DC. We we go through an entire year's worth of season sometimes in a day, but if it's Fourth of July time, it's hot outside. Yeah, like, I can think of one Fourth of July when I was a kid, and it was like seventy as opposed to like eighty or ninety. And I remember wearing a light jacket because it was actually kind of cool. Yeah, but it's not like coat like like they're talking like wear a coat like a thick coat. It was just like okay. <laughs> maybe everything was colder in the 80s also maybe. why was this set during the 80s is it was it an excuse for they they had a ton of wardrobe and stuff from another 80s movie and they just decided to throw it in 
that's that's kind of what I what I was thinking maybe or I don't know if they wanted to try and play off of I'm trying I don't know why I'm trying I mean I mean 84 was the year I was born so maybe it was just an homage to me to try and get me to they, like this they, movie, there you which, go. by the way you failed <laughs> but um yeah I, I don't I don't know I, I mean I guess maybe their whole thing was we want to set this Wonder Woman movie still before the present of the DCEU but still have it not be way back when so I don't know maybe to kind of give the whole with Chris Pine's character to give him more of that whole fish out of water kind of uh, vibe which there was that one with Seymour so I'm eating Pop-Tarts and everything like that but then he's like I love Pop-Tarts but other than that it was like they didn't really play off of that too much because he could magically fly fighter jets from uh, generations after World War One. I I mean I I gotta say that like here's the thing. Did I like the first Wonder Woman movie? Yeah, it was okay. If if you don't pick it apart, if 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 you look at it from a distance, it's fine. It's a good movie. Moving on. I have never had an urge to go back and rewatch it. Though this movie, I, like, I really like the I really oh, like okay. the first Wonder Woman movie. I thought it was I thought it was good. I saw it. Um, I actually saw it twice. The movies. Um, one was like with a group of people who wanted to go see it, and then uh, Emily wanted to go see it. She had been out of town for a work thing when it came out, and then she was like, "I want to go see it." And I think it was like we got like a pass, or we, we had something where we were able. I don't know. They, we were like, "Yeah, let's go see it." So, let's go. So she so she hadn't seen it. And I was like, "I'll go see it again." I, I really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I I really did enjoy it, and I think I had my. I would say it's my favorite DCEU movie. And then I think that kind of set my 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 hopes way high for the second one, and um, yeah, kind of fell flat. And I, I kind of, I mean, it really it was like flat would be like a like an upgrade from where this fell. It, it just fell for me in the realm of I just don't care. Like I watched it, it's done, it's over with. I have no inkling to go back and even try to watch this again i can't wait to see what ellie says i'm sure she'll be like this was great i'm like did you think about it though like that's the thing i feel like if you don't think about the movie during the movie it's fine but if you stop for one moment and think about it you're like wait what and then it just like you see everything fall apart um i i i mean i wish i just got done like it was funny because um we just got done watching um the I cannot remember his name now. The actor, the Mando. No, oh, um, um, Pedro Pascal. Yes, um, we we just got done watching him basically, uh, and I, I, th- I think you posted this actually in Knights of Vader. The um, the the me seeing um, <laughs> yeah. see, seeing his face a hundred times before, but then then seeing him take the helmet off the Mandalorian. <gasps> <laughs> Um, no, I mean, you. I, I'm like, dang, he made up for not showing his face for that entire series for the most part. But, no, I mean, he he's a good actor. His character in this is just weirdly motivated, weirdly written, and nothing like his comic counterpart. And Wonder Woman, spoiler alert real quick, Wonder Woman in the comics breaks Maxwell Lord's neck at one point. Like, no. grabs him and turns his head around. <laughs> and I was rooting for that to happen the entire movie because there was one point where it's like, well, the only way you can stop him is if you kill him or if you make him, like, take back his wish. And I'm like, oh, please let her kill him. 
but but of course the D- dc i think has a thing with breaking people's necks where they did that <laughs> once and it's like well we used it up so I mean, now it, but then it was like you know but instead it was like oh here's some wind for some reason around them that i can't get through even though i've got superhuman abilities that and i got back magic- to full power exactly and my magic lasso can't get through but then it could get through and i convinced the entire i convinced every single person in the entire world who made a wish to undo their wish i convinced every single person there was not one person out there saying no i'm i'm good i i was in poverty and i have money now i wish to feed my kids you know what i wish i wish to send my wish back that i gave my kids something to eat i wish my my dying child or lover or parent or whatever who i wish for their disease to go away you know what who cares let's let's just send that wish back there was not one person everyone sent their wishes back like yes no let's just that's just me going off on a tangent again because this movie is just everything about it the more i'm getting angrier now the more i think about everything (laughs) that happened in that movie Like, like I said, it's it's one of those things. I I have no problem with her as Wonder Woman. Like no, neither do I. Yeah, I'm like she's still great. I just have a problem with this movie. I'm just like it. Just I don't know. It's just there, there's so many like disconnected things that are just happening in this movie at all times. Like he randomly like Max Maxwell Lord as a kid. Why? Just so he can like that's what makes him finally like realize. Oh, I'm doing a bad thing here. If he did not have that kid, she would have broken his neck. By the way, I am certain of that yep. just throwing that out there um I'm, I'm trying not to repeat myself too much from the cinematis episode if you went and listened to that because um i think we all took a hard line stance on this movie being just crazy weird and not making sense most of the time yeah within its own logic and everything um the flying stuff i i was like because i think the biggest complaint we all kept having was why was this movie this long and we're also ignoring the giant cheetah in the room why does she get cheetah powers? Yeah, that's another thing uh, that bugged me. Like, I know there's the character of the cheetah, but yep. she's got very, very different origins in the uh, yep. in, in the comic books. And in this one, she's like, I just want to be an apex predator. And uh, yeah, hey, I all of a sudden, it's like she still had, she didn't get any like new powers. Like, she still had the superhuman strength. She just grew fur. So, and like, you don't have to necessarily get to become an apex predator like he could have just like given her a zinc eye boost or something like that and she could have just gotten stronger and then but you know but then she gets stopped by electricity and then that but that stopping her just like puts her to sleep like okay so controversial <laughs> controversial statement made it in the in the in the other thing gonna make it here might need to apologize on twitter afterwards for this so what if when she said she was she was like i want to be the apex predator and then the next scene, it shows her walk out as the guy that was harassing her. Too far? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, here. Okay. Now to now to rewind back real quick to to put this out there, I wish they had done something to where. Like, if Amazons have magic done to them, it... Like, I would have accepted this more. If if Amazons had had, like, a mortal get their powers, it has side effects. And that's how she became a cheetah. Right. That would have been a better explanation, in my opinion. But not the, like, I want to be an apex predator. It's like, 
I, I feel like we're just getting here to get here. Why? Why 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 are we here? Why are we here with this cat's um wannabe and I still have not seen that movie. Thank God. Cause if this if this movie's any indication on that movie, um hmm. also, I mean I know that they complained a ton on the cinematis about the how how everything looked awful. As our resident expert on um visual effects and stuff, Eric, how was the um effects for that battle? Uh, well, you couldn't see much. Okay. Uh, you couldn't see much. The, they kind of just like were gliding around, um, kind as of Wonder Woman young, does, as Wonder Woman does with her Heelys that are part of her uniform. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, there were too many, honestly, there were too many, it was, it's, this is an issue and this is an issue with Marvel movies too. The fights, the fight had so many edits, it just, you couldn't really tell what was going on between it being edited way too many, uh, with way too many in edits in too short of a time plus it being super dark i couldn't really tell you it was a bunch of here's some flashy gold here's some fur and then electricity and that's it so i honestly and and here's the big thing that got me the sound effects there was one point when sound effects are done right you don't notice them at all because they are immersive this one there was there was something that happened and there was like they didn't put a sound effect in like wonder woman landed and there was no sound, and I thought, oh, is it because of the music? But then there were other sound effects going on. I go, I go, that's just lazy right there. That would have just that would have that took me out of it. The lack of these sound effects in a few places in that battle specifically completely took me out of the scene because I was paying so much attention to them not being there. I'm like, that should have made a sound, that should have made an impact, that should have made a whoosh, or a whoosh, or a, something like that. And no, it didn't. So All right, Berg, I'm gonna bad, try bad to get fight. you to Get 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 some positivity for this movie out of you. <laughs> Linda Carter being in it. Uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> whatever. I, I I had that spoiled for me. Well, I didn't have what she was, but I had it spoiled that she was in the movie. And then when it was the scene with just the the backstory of the armor, that's when I was like, oh, they pulled her in for like one second so you could see her eyes because that was clearly Linda Carter's eyes. But then they pulled her in, and I was like, so wait, has she just been wandering the Earth since, like, ancient times? Because they, yep. they made it sound like she gave her life and was dead, but she apparently is still wandering around with superhuman power. I, I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I did not see the end credits scene until we were recording Cinematis, because the second that movie ended, I just got up and walked away. <laughs> so um, I, I watched that in, like, real time on that and was like, oh, Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I was it, like, okay, nice nod, great, awesome, cool, wink. I okay, whatever. Um, okay, so follow up thing for me. I enjoyed the the music for this. Yeah, but I, I will say that that was a high point. I think it had great music. But it's 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 just that that Wonder Woman theme, the yeah, like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just like that music for her. And it's just... Yeah, it's a very great theme. It's a yeah, cool theme. It's great. But, I mean, I once again, this this, this movie, it, it is seriously, like, for me, it is fast food of movies. You'll eat, but, I, but not even good fast food. No, I mean, like, dollar menu fast food. Yeah. Yeah, there's some, like, but, like yeah, I mean, you, you might get a good bite here or there. I mean, like, yeah, Gal Gadot's great. Oh hey, Chris Pine's in a movie. End of end of sentence. I don't know how right. people feel about right. Chris Pine. 
So you're like, eh, this is okay, but after you're done, you kind of regret it, and it lasts with you way too long. I'm talking about, like, you know, too much fast food makes you gain some weight. Weight, make you poop your pants. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's my final opinion on this movie. I mean, if you want to watch it, go ahead. I feel like there's other stuff you can do for two hours that might be you more productive. Do like, your taxes. Stare you at the wall. Go. You could stare at the You could stare at the wall. You could. Okay, I'm going to go out on a somewhat high note. I do want to say I did like parts of Kristen Wiig's character when she was, like, in her nerdy state. Now, I think Kristen Wiig's very, very pretty. I think that they did fall into a whole trap of, oh, we gave her glasses and made her just a little bit disheveled. That totally makes her undesirable and nerdy, and everyone is a complete asshole to her, like, way too much. But some of her mannerisms uh, being, she really came across as truly awkward. Like when she first met Diana and she was like, she was pointing out her, uh, her cheetah print heels, which I think yeah. was, you know, was of course foreshadowing. Uh-huh. Of, wink, uh, wink, uh, <laughs> and she was like, uh, Oh, I like those prints. Uh, they're very uh, animalistic. And she was like, she was doing these little, like quick mannerisms that I have seen people who are legitimately awkward do those kind of things. And, she nailed it. Like she nailed that very awkward person who doesn't really know how to talk to other people vibe. And I liked her at that point. Like, I think she did a good job portraying uh, that across. And I, I just like Kristen Wiig in general. So um, while obviously she had to take lots of uh, direction and, and stuff from, uh, and that's another thing I want to point out too, is Patty Jenkins apparently has gone record saying there was a lot of studio meddling with this. So apparently there was a lot of studio meddling, and she has apparently not even really great, a fan of what came out. But that being said, kind of getting that's I'm I'm going off topic again. But uh, so yeah, are you no, ready for the Zack Snyder cut of this movie? Uh, nope, I'll be good. Okay, cool, awesome. Unless there's neck snapping. <laughs> yes, I, you know what, DC, you can do it again. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm cool. That's whatever. I, you, you, you can do it again, and I think everyone will be fine with it. Um, the Snyder Cut is actually adding in the scene of her finding the invisible coffee cup. Yeah, it's it's, it's just that. that. That is the only thing added, and for some reason everyone loves the movie more. <laughs> but, it, but it's a five-minute scene, so it adds five more minutes to the movie. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I, I, exactly. Um, so I guess we gave you a good movie and a bad movie for the end of 2020. I think they came out the same day, too, didn't they? They did. It was Christmas Day. Um, I made the mistake of watching. I mean, I was forced to watch it for uh, the, for fellow podcasters, but I made the mistake of watching the wrong movie. So, Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed my Christmas movie watching. I watched Soul, and I'm glad I did. I, I had, oh, also, it took me three sittings to watch the Wonder Woman movie. Because <laughs> I, I sat down, watch started it. watching it. Got I, I literally was watching it and got up to go do something else. Sat back down, <laughs> kept watching it. Had Ellie message me going, hey, why are there stormtroopers? What does the different colors for stormtrooper armor mean? And I immediately knew she was watching Mandalorian, so I bolted down the stairs to watch her reaction to stuff. <laughs> Not to watch the show, but to watch her reaction. Right. To the show. Then finally came up and finished it. So, it, yeah, I, I can't not remember what pulled me away the second time, I mean, the first time, but it was. It was something mundane where I think I just got up and I was like, I'm going to pause this for a minute and go do really something else. Hmm? I bet there was a really interesting cloud outside. I, You know what? And and you know what? I didn't even go outside. So that's how, like, 
much that drew me to it. So, yeah. Um, anyways, we'll be back next week with another nerdy topic. Uh, Berg, where can people find more from you? You can find me at Eric Berg and at Backlog Berg. Oh, and also, um, let us know if you've seen any of these movies. Which one do you think was better? Um, do you think either one was good? Are we completely wrong about Wonder Woman? I haven't seen any of the other reviews, so I don't know if we're in the minority or the majority or just two people that don't get movies. Uh, let us know on Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, all the stuff's down in the show notes. Go check that out um, for Zingness. Uh, of course, we'll be back next week with another nerdy topic. So, bye. Bye.